Welcome to the Beth and Kelly Show, a weekly Facebook Live conversation between Beth Fortune and Kelly Klingen. That's me. And we've made it into a podcast. Beth Fortune currently serves as Education Director at Wintergrass, the National American String Teachers Association Board, and Chair of the National Council for Orchestral Education. I currently serve as Education Director at Jazz Ed the Washington President at Jazz Education Network, and Jazz Curriculum Officer for Washington Music Educators Association. We have a platform, and we really want to leverage it for positive change. Please hit us up. Let's have a conversation, and uh, let's move our practice as music educators forward. Uh, The Beth and Kelly Show, we're feeling like extra frisky today you could say that's the gentlest way to describe the absolute steam coming out of our ears on this day yeah uh it kind of feels like education is on fire not like it's on fire but like in a dumpster burning um Right, so, some steaming shit bags along with it, you know. Right, so <laughs> like, like Park Boys style. I love that right. show so much, dude. <laughs> Shout out to Lisa Divig, the uh, viola player in Olympia, who also has an awesome side hustle job of um, doing like three D printing and T shirts and stuff like that. She's doing the Ballard High School orchestra t-shirts we're gonna get them next week but she also did a run of these really great christmas ornaments for 2021 okay this was last year folks i cannot believe it it's already 2022 this is our first show of the new year by the way everybody (laughs) run of ornaments Mm -hmm. for 2021 and get a load of this it was a dumpster Mm. with a burning dumpster in it <laughs> a burning dumpster in it said 2020 and right the dumpster that was holding a burning dumpster fire right and also having a fire yeah. was 2021 yeah mm-hmm. and so i'm really excited to see what lisa comes up with for next <laughs> because a dumpster I- inside of the dumpster it like materials <laughs> yes Burning dumpsters, nesting dumpsters. Yes, and in fact, you know what? I tried to send one to my parents um, in the mail and they were returned to me because I put the postage on wrong. So that's another way that this whole thing was a dumpster fire. I'm gonna go go ahead and show everybody this ornament because it's brilliante. Right? <laughs> oh my god, oh dude! <laughs> Let's just get a big red dumpster next year, 2022. Yeah. You know, perfect. Yeah. We're we're not off to the start that we were all dreaming of. We are currently at a having a moment in time where some districts are closed, doing hybrid only. Some are um, in person still. Right now, Seattle schools uh, sounds like we got a half and half situation. Half and half. 
<laughs> half and half. Now, if you are a Seattleite, um, you might understand that the ship canal um, that basically separates the north part of the city from the south part of the city um, is also um, sort of a drawing line for like services and access and like, you know, always has been, always has been. And um, North Seattle is currently in school in person and South Seattle, uh, where the brown people live, are um, all online right now. Quite a few Except, of them. Every one of them, but quite yes, a few. Basically, of them. Um, where but um, it sounds like some of the um, South Seattle schools that have AP programs, they might be open. So, um, you know, that's not at all surprising to hear. That's way Seattle schools has um, done things for quite some time. We've got a situation where um, about a fifth of surveyed teachers are saying that they will not be returning to education next year. Uh, I think um, maybe folks who don't know and love a teacher might be thinking that that is because of low pay but you know the the studies are showing that it not is that, that that's not the problem i mean that is a problem but it is not the problem at this time um it's the all of the things that teachers are asked to do that aren't really their job first of all and I would say the complete and total disrespect that's felt from administrators, right? Administrators, um, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because I think administrators are also kind of caught in the crossfire, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of, you know, speaking of dumpster fires, it's <laughs> like they're the ones that are the, they're middle managers, if you will. Right, right, right. I, I suppose I didn't mean necessarily principals. I'm talking like district officials. Right. These people right. in Seattle. Um, it's, it's the principals and the APs in the buildings that are delivering ridiculous news to their staff every single day. Every they're single attempting day. to polish the turd they were handed, if you will. Polish yes. the turd. Yes. <laughs> and like keep things running however they've been told to keep them running right mm -hmm. uh, and you know and what we're also dealing with here is everyone's fatigue with covid in general right we all have like i am so done with it people i am so done with it but it's not done with us and so it's still here. It's still wreaking havoc. It's still yeah. interrupting things. It's still stopping progress. It's still causing everyone to operate in this day-to-day -day manner where we don't know what's going to happen in the next five minutes. We don't know what's going to happen in the next day. It's hard to plan for anything. Um, and when we do get the green light to do anything, and this is music teacher centric, but like say, perform on the stage in our school, we have to go through a bunch of paperwork that is 
outrageously crazy to do and like takes hours to do and have it be approved by some type of governing body that I have no idea who or what it is. Mm -hmm. And then, and that's just to like go on stage and like have a performance for members of the public and by members of the public, I mean the parents of students. <laughs> um, and, and that is on hold right now anyway, because of Omicron. Um, and just, you know, the, the added stuff to be able to do anything that our groups are supposed to do. Um, it's want to do right. Yeah. Like I was going to be taking kids to a regional, uh, essentially Ellington festival in Vegas in a couple of weeks and, um, and the festival, you know, canceled itself and it was really devastating. Even though we knew there was a, a good chance it could get canceled. It's yeah. like how much, if I'm feeling like it's hard to invest my sort of hopes, my heart in something. Yeah. I can only imagine what it feels like to be a kid right now. I mean, this is what, these are the things that people still look back on their, their, you know, school memories, the dances and the football games and the band the trips. trips, the trips, right? the music trips. Yeah. And they're not probably going to be, they're definitely not going to be happening this year. And well, I would be really shocked if they were happening next year. You know, that means you've got kids who their entire high school career have had none of those great experiences that, you know, we know kids get a lot out of. It's so sad, dude. Yeah, it, it's and really, fun. it's very, very sad. And um, I'm in a situation where, you know, just at the very beginning of COVID, I stepped out of the ASTA conference, right? The ASTA conference was happening in March of 2020 mm -hmm. in Orlando. You were there. You and I sat. Yes, in the hot tub. Yes. You and I sat poolside with Kenny Baker. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. And we, we did a presentation called, quote, Ask a Band Director. That's right. It was me. <laughs> At Orlando, before your plane landed, I stepped out of a really neat session that I was watching. And um, because I my phone had started blowing up with district emails, all field trips are canceled. I had to call Disneyland West and cancel a trip to there with one group. Mm -hmm. And I had to call Disneyland East <laughs> and cancel a trip to there with another group. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I was just like, okay, uh, pigs have flown because this is a first in my book to have that happen. Um, and Let's just also point out, Kelly and I are lucky, man. We have done so many amazing oh trips with kids, like life-changing trips with kids, okay? Yeah. I will cherish- All my favorite memories, for sure. I will cherish those memories forever. Mm -hmm. We have changed lives through those trips. Yeah. 
um, but canceled them, you know, and then like that was March 2020. And here we are, February, we're getting close to February of 2022. And there's the Washington Music Educators Association Conference in Yakima, Washington. And Yakima is, it's a, it's a, it's a place. Okay. So um, it is the Palm Springs of Washington. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh my God. let's just say that, you know, if in the before times, if a student had a choice between going to Orlando mm -hmm. or Yakima, <laughs> that would not be any time spent. A quest, like anywhere in Yakima, basically. Right. They'd rather just do a trip in Seattle, I think, than go to Yakima. Right. Maybe like, can we just go to like Tukwila? <laughs> <laughs> we go to South Center Mall, <laughs> you know? They, um, <laughs> my chamber orchestra, and I'm supporting them today, the Ballard Chamber. Noise, noise. Yes, they are um, invited performers at the Washington Music Educators Association Conference. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're preparing the world's most detailed, amazing performance that's just going to be like peak level stuff. And they are so excited. Yes. That they get to go on a day trip okay this isn't over and back it's not even an overnight y'all over yeah. and back yeah in the same day scenario here folks mm -hmm. they are excited beyond mm -hmm. belief mm -hmm. to perform in yakima mm -hmm. in likely one of the dingiest meeting rooms that has ever lived right <laughs> for a bunch of music teachers <laughs> teachers and they are like this is this is Disneyland for them right now. Yeah. Just to get this expectations have shifted. Right. Now, yeah. and I will say all of this, the caveat being that the district hasn't yet approved the trip. So nice. You know, we've got all of like paperwork galore, okay, sitting on the desk of whoever it is that yeah. And so, you know, crossing fingers here. But, you know, as I observe the dumpster fire happening, <laughs> um, literally, like, things are, like, Seattle is going up in flames right now as far as Omicron. It's just, like, right. like. But so, um, here's the thing that I'm thinking about. That's just, I thought that, I thought that music education was a dumpster fire before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all those things also. <laughs> right. Those haven't been fixed. Right. And those, those haven't changed. Like You've got a piling on of yeah. steaming bags of poop. We're just stacking <laughs> them into the dumpster. It's not right. Like it, we have no garbage service. The dumpster is not getting emptied. It is just, yeah. There is black smoke and you do not want to breathe it. 
it's um cracking me up at this time that we have for like i don't know 20 minutes or so just been like you know we actually talked about not doing the show today we did and then we decided it would make pretty good tv for both of us <laughs> to just be like how exactly we were feeling right now um but you know we had always planned for today's show the first one of the new year to be just you and me yep and our original plan is still kind of what we're doing but it was gonna be more jolly it was gonna be like we're here for you what can the beth and kelly show to support do to support you we want your ideas and that's still totally what we want today we're crowds sourcing today i just don't feel as um like jolly about it i i i and and maybe it's because i know that the things we're gonna hear are worse <laughs> well, are worse I mean, than what i was expecting but that's really helpful and yeah. so to frame let's say the next 30 minutes here's what we're where we're coming from we both sit on some boards that make decisions about things we both write curriculum that's made available to teachers we select folks who come on these shows to talk about music education events for kids yeah we plan stuff and teachers and um i am feeling uh like i don't know anymore what people need or want i have some ideas but i'm not really certain that they're real any maybe anymore and um like i'm just i'm just imagining teaching right now <laughs> anywhere in the state of washington teaching music it's got to be US. yeah in the us for sure it's got to feel real lonely um pretty sucky and like like I, I no one is giving me the things i need right now and also feeling like uh, there are there are parts of our world that look at us as though we like we need to carry the weight like looking at us and making us feel like we need to martyr this out like like no you need to power through for the kids you do it for the kids no you're gonna need to you can do it look on the bright side and and feeling bad about yourself when you can't man when you can't when your body gives you signs that you are hitting the wall when your mental capacity is shutting down because your anxiety is as tight as a fifth graders tuning of an e string on a violin <laughs> an open e <laughs> oh my god dude um you know it's like like i feel like i am one of those e strings and i'm gonna snap like i am gonna snap and i'm just like i go from class to class and i'm trying to hold it together for the kids of course you are that's what any 
anyone would try and do. You know, of course you're trying to hold it together, but also you're human. Right? Yeah. And it's like every, you know, you think of any situation that might occur and each situation kind of sucks. Like going remote. Well, what does that mean? It means you have to create another remote curriculum. Mm -hmm. Going hybrid. Get your workstation already again, your new classroom at home. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting sick and having a sub. Oh, there are no subs. Yep. What's going to happen? Oh, the kids are going to be brought into the auditorium and they're going to sit there. Yep. And then all the guilt about coming back. Right. To having that be what happened. And that's how it was in the before times. Right? Right. And now it's just worse because all of your colleagues are so tired too. Right. And also just, you know, kind of a general like sense from the powers that be that, you know, um, this isn't, you're not going to get that sick. And I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm knocking on wood. I haven't gotten it yet. I'm sure I will soon. And hopefully I get, I don't get that sick, but like, you never know how it's going to affect each individual and each individual comes with their own body chemistry. And mm-hmm. um, even if they've been boosted and vaxxed and stuff like that, some people might re- react differently to it. And um, I mean, COVID is still a worry. <laughs> Getting it is still a worry. <laughs> You know, I, I, like I shouldn't worry about it because it's nothing, you know, it's something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just remembering my very, very first day of teaching school at Washington. school my first year like doing my thing that I was finally gonna get to do teach band and it was first period first day and there was a shelter in place drill and I was so glad that I am like kind of a meticulous worry wart and read the handbook the teacher handbook and like really tried to absorb it because I knew what to do um and my room, you know, like any band room was massive, but there was, you remember that there was one door like way at the back of the room and then all the way across the room in the other corner was another door. Right. And it was that day that I realized that back door needed to always be locked from the outside. Right. Because the only way for me to lock both doors, like you're supposed to in a shelter in place was to to go out was to go outside and put myself in danger and I really wrestled with that one yeah and it was just a couple like a week prior when we had the back to school teacher meeting and I learned that I was on the morgue team if there was (laughs) a disaster and like those two things and I had a one-year-old at home right I remember that and I was totally freaking out dude like freaking out but like dude, I am taking my life. Like 
I yeah. am really putting myself in danger here. And there right. have been hundreds of school shootings since, right. COVID since, and teachers are absolutely taking their lives, like putting their lives in danger every day to every teach kids. Day. Every day. Uh, and all I can think that people could need right now, teachers, as far as support is, one, having some digital materials ready, just yeah. having them and knowing they're there, because that's inevitable, I think. <clears throat> and some serious advocacy priorities from our organizations. Like I, what if, I mean, I'm just speculating here, but what if NAFME and all of the state orgs came together and actually worked with teachers unions to make music contracts, um, you know, to have parity there with other- It would be so great. You know, to really have all of these teacher organizations go to the legislature in their states and at the national level and really make some big freaking changes for teachers, man, for kids and for this place. I mean, I don't know what else we can do, but something has got to change. Something's got to change. Um, the asks are just they're getting to be too much. And it's too much. And they're little, every day there's a new little one. Now we're just going to go stand in the hallway. And if you see this, do this. And then the next week, there's another thing. Okay, this is our new procedure. We're going to call home. And then there's just always little things. But it over your career builds up. And then you look and you realize how much you're doing. Right. And this is like in a non-COVID situation. Right. This is COVID like on the side. On the side. Then you add what's going on with COVID into it. And the asks are just like, I mean, usually it's like you'll get this like <laughs> little pop-up notification in your brain like, that's a little much and you can like ignore it and, you know, either do it or be, you know, just some people don't. Um, I'm, I've always been a person who, if, if my, you know, supervisor asks me to do something, I follow directions. I really, I have a very big fear of getting in trouble. Much more so than <laughs> I, I would always push it more than you. I know. And then we would get into trouble. I know. I know. <laughs> and he would always be so nervous about it and me too but I would pretend that I wasn't because I knew how much you hated conflict I know oh. I know and then we would get into trouble um but I always do the things that I'm supposed to do to be compliant and um I realized it's because um I've never known anything else except for the institutionalized school life yeah my entire life from being cognizant on yeah. has been as a part of an institutionalized school. Yeah. And my entire life has been guided by hourly bells or whatever mm -hmm. um, that, you know, guides school children in their place of learning. Um, whether it's me being a student or me being a teacher, I have known nothing else in my life. Also, your mother's a teacher. 
My mother's a teacher. She's a happily retired teacher. She wouldn't go back if they paid her to go. I mean, like it's like the answer is no. She ain't going back. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm just like, and then when you consider, you know, all the crazy things that has led up to 2022. Mm-hmm. January 14th, 2022, where we are right now. Um, right now, the way I feel, we're, we're in a car that's on the edge of a cliff and the wheels are turning, <laughs> you know? It's uh. My dad and I always used to talk about like the pendulum of education and how it, you know, it swings over time and how, when he started teaching, when he started teaching, it was, you know, the sort of mid seventies and it was a looser, hippier, dippier time, if you will. And then watching it swing through his whole teaching career. And I remember him saying, you know, when I was in middle school, (laughs) you know, a long time ago, y'all thinking it's bound to swing back soon. It's getting real uptight, real (laughs) rigid. We're just adding more and more tests. Now we're taking all these things away, but still keeping all of these, um, outcomes as requirements and like oh we're removing nurses now we're removing counselors but oh the teachers are doing those things now and just listening to him talk about how like it's gonna at some moment have to swing back and it still hasn't and I'm wondering is this the moment that swings it back I mean there has to always be some pivotal moment and I hope I friggin hope this is one Nick, my ex-husband, he, he's a um, philosophy professor and, and he focused his study on like the late 60s, early 70s in this time around the world where so much change was happening. Mm-hmm. And my parent, that's when our parents were, mm-hmm. you know, just finishing up high school, starting college. The Voting and, Rights Act and stuff like that. Yeah, this massive time for change in our country and in the world and this feels like we're gearing up for one right like climate crisis as at an actual moment of crisis the omicron we got the schools are totally breaking the all the systems are showing that they're breaking and i want to be ready with a plan i want to I want to be ready to receive, to, to say what things should look like. And I also want to push the, push the change a little bit. And, yeah, and I, I mean, guess I need, I feel like we need, we need help knowing what people want. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, as far as like the essence of the Beth and Kelly show, that's why we're here. Yeah. We want, we want to help music education move forward and um, think creatively think out of the box for new approaches to untenable things that are happening right now. Um, And talk candidly about what really is happening. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the truth? Um, because there's a lot of like spins out there about how good or, you know, how, oh, relatively few kids are getting COVID in schools, you know, and stuff like that. There's lots and lots of media spin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, but, but what's really happening? And um, how can the Beth and Kelly show help move things forward to be, to help that, that time of change come? I mean, what's going to, okay, let's just like, let's brainstorm here for a sec. What would happen next year if one fifth of all current public school teachers walked off the job? What would that look like? (laughs) Yeah, it would look like bigger classes. That's for sure. It would look like, I mean, I would hope that legislatures and districts would start thinking, huh, we haven't been teaching or treating our teachers very well. I wonder, do a survey. I wonder, find out why they left and fix those things. (laughs) But I don't think that's what would happen. But what if there was some sort of, what, what if music teachers were able to come together and say, these are the things we would like to see. Um, this is what would keep us teaching um, right. kids in the schools. That would be interesting to have something like that. And these you know, actionable changes that could happen. Right. And you know, there will be some folks that are like, this is what I need to keep on going. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's going to be some folks that are like, I'm done either I way. I buy now. Yeah. But yeah. here's what would look good for people who are staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for those folks that are planning to stay in the profession, um, what, what would it be? What would it be? I'm, I, I am hard pressed to talk to anyone right now who feels like things are just peachy keen <laughs> I don't know I mean is I want to know if you and you think that this is the best year of your life we want to hear your story and can I drink a little of that kool-aid please <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I uh I just I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is going to look like, but I know that kids need to be playing music in community with each other. That much I know. Yeah. I know that playing music with other kids is a worthy endeavor (laughs) i know that i don't know that everything we teach kids in school i don't agree that we need to be teaching all of those things anymore but having music that i know you need to play music with people yeah is 
it's a really life-changing thing. So yeah. we all agree, like music education is where it's at. Like, yes, we, are, we have all made this commitment to music education. Yes. It is my life's work. Yes. And what even I- though there are music teachers who every single thing they do, I disagree with, right? Like what the kids wear, what the kids play, right. all of the policies. I might disagree with every single friggin' thing that person does. But, but we still kind of get along because right. at least we agree on that music. all the kids should be having music. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's like a standard respect that's like, we both agree that this is mucho important. Yes. So we're still going to be kind of cool. Right. Even though I think everything you do is wrong. Right. <laughs> well, right. And there's the types of resources where the, excuse me, I'm just trying to get by now. Excuse me. The ones that like help us be in the moment and get through this crisis. Right. But then there's... <laughs> You can't just do a Wayne's World quote and move on, dude. (laughs) You know how much I love Garth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's a brilliant movie. But then there's the resources that are the types of resources that we can use to start a revolution. But right now, I think we're all kind of in this space of like, I, excuse me, survival. <laughs> trying to get by now. Oh my God. So what, would, what would help us get by right this second? Right. Would two weeks of online curriculum in a PDF help? Would um, writing prompts for students Mm -hmm. or for you, you personally as a person help would, um, would like a buttload of clock hours during the summer be helpful on certain topics or I don't, um, I want to steer clear from like Here's a breathing exercise because I can't do breathing exercises right now. I will flip out. Dude, you just <laughs> saying breathing exercises to me. Really? Yeah. Like, what? I'm not, like, yes, go do your breathing exercises and go do your yoga. But that's not the type of resource that Kelly and I are going to be providing on the show <laughs> because we need more than that. Mm-hmm. We need more than that as far as help. Well, we're just Uh, past a place where teacher self-care is enough. It's not. Even if we're taking care of ourselves, it's not enough. Right. Self-care has moved beyond yoga. It's now like. My therapy bill, I cannot afford at this point. Um, (laughs) Blood pressure management. Mm -hmm. Uh, mental health crisis, addiction, yeah, um, depression, 
yeah. uh, anxiety disorders. Um, yeah. We're getting into the red zone as far as mm-hmm. teachers' personal needs, I think, right now, um, just mm-hmm. based on how I feel. Um, and it's like, I don't know, maybe we need to find a therapist to be a guest, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> sure. What do people need? Yeah. That is the entire, that is today's premise. Do we need, do we need a person who's like a career coach to come on and talk to us about alternative careers? Maybe there's, maybe there's someone who could talk to us about what are teachers qualified to do outside of the public schools? Because maybe there's some of us who are like past that point of being able to fix it, we have to leave. Yeah. Do we need like lawyers or people that are like lobbyists, these types of people to help talk through what organization, what that could look like? I, I don't know. Yeah. These are maybe, I... maybe you're listening to this right now. You know, maybe you're listening to it well after Friday the 14th. Um, and you're like, hey, wait a minute, that's me. Maybe you have something you can contribute. Contact us. Get on the Facebook Messenger. Um, drop us a line and tell us your thoughts. Um, we might put you on the show. Yeah. That'd be cool, dude. So we're not here to... keep everything static and talk only about music education in the, as the way it was pre COVID because things are pretty disinterested in that actually. Yeah. Like right now, when, when I encounter people talking about like Boeing exercises or, um, you know, uh, I do not care. Band etudes or whatever. I'm just like, um, I have way bigger problems going on than than this. This is like the least of my worries. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yes, the absolute least of my worries. Yeah, and I um, <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, for real, dude. Like, what warm up are we gonna do tomorrow? What? <laughs> That's not, that's, that's like, no, we're having a real big crisis here. Um, And basically, you know, when, when my students and I get together, we're playing music as though it's going to be ripped away from us again at any moment, which it probably will. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're playing from bell to bell. And it's like, we're playing music, man. And yeah, I'll stop and address like, okay, we need to talk about this key signature because not everyone's doing low two and you need to do low two or whatever, but. um, And you'll have more fun playing this music together if we're all doing low two because 
not really fun to sound not that great you know if it's something easy to fix but the whole point is to make music for that hour because that's what's important here and um like we need to do that (laughs) so right because it's going to stop any minute and that's what they need that's what you all need that's what we need we're still in that we're recovering from COVID, but yet we're walking into another crisis and music is the only thing. Music is the only thing that's going to get us through this right now. Um, and so we're taking, it's like an emergency. We're playing music every hour. We're not stopping to do much talking. Um, I, I feel bad because I did spend a whole lot of time unpacking all kinds of concepts in discussion with students last year while we were online mm-hmm. this year we've been bell to bell playing like um but i'm pretty sure that you're gonna have plenty of online time here and <laughs> probably starting in a couple days <laughs> well i don't know because the district isn't gonna let us know until it's like 5 a.m on the day we pivot to online so right. um I won't have a lesson plan because you know what I mean? So I guess we will be talking. Yeah. But I hate it because um, it's like, I mean, today is a day that we're thinking about Martin Luther King Jr. Um, because Monday is his day. And um, we, we heard a really great speech today by a guest speaker. And we were talking about being the light. And... Um, our unpacking conversation after we watched that um, that speech was um, talking about how when you go online and you're teaching on Microsoft Teams and it's just a black screen because no one turns on their cameras, and then um, and then how I had read a Facebook post of another music teacher colleague this morning. And she said, um, she said an unexpected emotional moment during my first day of pivoting back to online, getting to see my students' faces for the first time. She was home home and she got those kids to turn on their cameras and then I thought to myself, oh my God, there are like all of my sophomores, all of my ninth graders, all of my guitar kids. You don't know what their faces look like. I've never seen their entire face. I don't know what their faces look like. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, dude. So, that was Elisa Newhall, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's an amazing educator, but, and, also married a high school friend of mine, which is just oh, cool. a coincidence. Cool. Yes. Kudos to her for pointing out that really moving moment um, in a in a time that's like super duper heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking, but also like uplifting to know that, well, if we're gonna pivot online, I guess we do get that chance. We do get that chance. Yeah. If we can get the kids to turn on those cameras and be the light right yeah. be the light because only light can drive out that darkness yeah 
Well, I guess um, I guess that's why we started doing this show in the first place was to try and um, like put a little focus on how music teachers could react to the current circumstances, mm-hmm. which have only, I think, gotten more serious. Um, and I'm still really inspired to do it every Friday. Yeah. And I'm still I mean, really- I want to do this. Like, yeah, it's super fun. We want, we want folks to join us in this, like, let's make change. We don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it together kind of thing. Yeah. Let's all like recommit to music education. Like I am committed. My life is committed to music education. Yeah. Any, anything that you or I do, even if it's not at our current jobs, it will still be music education. (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly. So and there are so many people who I love and that's their whole thing. So like, how can we just take our collective genius and all the things we've learned and try and amplify voices that um, haven't been listened to? I mean- And I've been sitting there like, told you so. <laughs> you know for years (laughs) for years let's like lift that up and Mm -hmm. walk over here and build a whole new world like we can just walk right over here and build something new something that is going to be aligned to the artistic process and empowering students to exercise all areas of that artistic process not just performing yeah I mean it doesn't have to look that different than what we're doing necessarily it just has to be much more considered right like we cannot we just need to be doing a better job of let me just give this example this festival that I was going to take the girls to. Um, it's it's like a it's a Jazz at Lincoln Center partner thing. Like they have different nonprofits around the country. They're they're not a competition. You just sign up and you go. But it's still similar to the Essentially Ellington Festival in New York. But it has all of the competitive elements removed. Right. Which aligns much more with my values. Right. And um, to be totally transparent, I um, have chatted a little bit with the folks at Jazz and Lincoln Center about maybe doing a regional, <clears throat> um, essentially Ellington Festival in Seattle through Jazz Ed. But um, cool. I'm, I'm very interested in that. Yeah. But also, um, I wanted to see it in person. That was part of why I wanted to go to this was to see what it really looks like. And and I don't know how much um, choice I'd be given uh, as far as hiring, because there are uh, 
six clinicians and only one is a woman. Right. And that is not okay with me. And if that had been publicized information when I signed up, I might not have signed up, but like the clinicians weren't announced, you know, Yeah. but after the fact, now that the festival's canceled, they have these, um, they're going to do like a zoom masterclass when the festival would have been. And I'm honestly not sure. I mean, I'll give my kids the information if they want to go, but I'm not really sure I want to hype it up because it's just more of the same, right? right? It's more of the same. Like, how are we having a festival in 2022 (laughs) where only one out of six adjudicators is a woman? How is that okay? How is that okay? okay. It's not okay. (laughs) Um, And I'm just not, I just am not here for that anymore. But I'm not saying that we have to get rid of jazz festivals, but I am saying that I think we need to change who is being hired, um, access, um, price points, these things. Yeah. Right? So I'm not saying we have to like burn down music education. No, we're not gonna burn down like performing (laughs) and we're not gonna burn down opportunities for our kids to perform, but let's examine structures through an equity lens and let's maybe build some better opportunities yeah or add on to opportunities that already exist to make them even serve even more people and make other more and more people feel like they belong and um i guess it's like the great pause right this is what we're in and it might even be continuing through like next year who knows but um and i think You know, I see you and I, Kelly, as people who are dedicated to helping that change happen. Like we want to take folks with us across into what the new, whatever new comes out. I think think you and I are like dedicated to that. I don't know why we both are so much. Like, it's not like, I mean, we both have some good ideas, I think. Sure. But it's not like it's not like we have this totally this total vision of what it should look like and no, we, we totally agree. Yeah, no, no. Like we're sort of searching. We're trying to find out what other people yeah. think. Yeah. Um, sort of get some momentum going and see what we resonates. Never said we have the answers. Right. <laughs> we only said that we were like searching, you know, and yeah. I think we've talked with a lot of awesome people who do have answers. And um, I think we will be talking to a bunch of subsequent awesome people who have amazing answers and ideas and thoughts and who are doing things that they're like over here doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, look, they're doing it. Mm -hmm. They're doing it. We can do it too, you know? Right. and, you know, I mean, and it's just weird because we're in this, we're in this weird, the great pause where um, I want to, I want to like have a live event where we gather in some place in the United States and Beth and Kelly show listeners come to this thing and we like a conference. We have a big fat PD. <laughs> <You know? laughs> It'll be so fun. 
We would make it so fun, dude. <laughs> it would be so fun. And there would be karaoke. There would be karaoke. I mean, we yes. would have so much fun. <laughs> and But like, we can't do that right now because the idea of going to, even though like we will be going to some conferences um, or, you know, events, the idea of going to them feels unsafe right now. Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to have an in-person event at least until maybe next year. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, I would love to see Beth and Kelly's show do live events. That'd be, be fun. Be available to like come and hang in your school or do something with your MEA or whatever. People should send us ideas. We want to know what, wh- where do you see us fitting in? What's There's the direction? We're like, you two need to shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's valid. <laughs> I probably do. <laughs> A million thanks to our listeners, followers, and subscribers. The support we receive monetarily and otherwise helps us to be able to spend time creating a quality product, and it allows us to tap into partnerships and resources to which we wouldn't normally have access. We are stoked about the journey of learning we have ahead of us, and we are delighted you've decided to join.